All right, we are rolling. Nice, nice, nice. Nice, 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 nice. Well, first I wanted to ask, uh, how was your week, bro? How was your week? Oh, my week was pretty good. Um, Didn't really have much to do at work, so... Wait, did I go to work this week? Oh, yeah, I went to work this week. Yeah, but, you know, it was like a whole camera thing going Situation. on but it was pretty funny i'll tell y'all when i whenever i leave my job we can go back to the story right yeah <laughs> personal preferences right <laughs> what about you man yeah it wasn't too busy it's kind of weird like i feel so settled in like in terms of quarantine mm-hmm. it's kind of weird to imagine going back to work physically Right, yeah. Like being in the office around a bunch of people. I think hearing people typing and moving in the hallways and doing all that stuff is going to be really strange. That's going to be annoying. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> just have like hear other people noises and stuff because like I love having like because you know I got like a shared office, mm-hmm. so I always got to like hear somebody moving doing around something that's annoying when I'm trying to like concentrate to do my thing or you know when I just like want peace and quiet. Right. Which I can get when I'm working like home. Like exactly. You quiet. I'm yeah. quiet, you know, we ain't got no noise or nothing like that. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be really interesting having to be back to work. I really don't look forward to people just dropping in. Oh, like, you yeah. know, people just walk in like, right. hey, I just wanted to stop out. It's like, oh, man, we're back to this. <laughs> I mean, you can schedule this thing out. But it's, it's, it's pretty incredible how they think everything's going to be okay by August. Right. They think they're going to get 40,000 people vaccinated no no there's no way there's no there's way no this is about yeah. like like we were talking like yesterday it's gonna be summer soon i know biden said that he he's estimating that everyone would have access to the vaccine by i think he moved it to like may the end of may yeah right but uh, no it's know. like these promises uh i can't <laughs> even if people do have access it's like oh they got is it? everybody gonna take advantage of it because <laughs> right. um I see some universities now, they're like making it mandatory, like you have to get this vaccine. Oh, but other okay. places, they're like, oh, we're not going to do that. So, wow. I wonder if this falls into that same issue where, like, you know, some people don't get their kids vaccinated for, you know, even when they're born because mm-hmm. some people are against vaccinations and then it goes into like religion and other stuff. So, I wonder if it's going to fall into that same category. But I feel like people are experiencing it. So, maybe they'll be like, eh, for this one, I don't know. Right. But, it's kind of like you said, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, there's a lot of people who aren't going to get it. Like, just some people who are like, listen, I don't even believe it's real. That's what some people are thinking, like, you know. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible how, like, these people who have been careless haven't gotten it. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're just chilling still. And they're that's like, the crazy part. I ain't get it yet, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But that's like everything in life, right? Like, the guy who drives crazy never gets in an accident. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. We see some people driving crazy out here and you can only assume they've never been in an accident before. Cause right. They, they, they were keep driving doing it. more careful, right? <laughs> they still have a license somehow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible. But oh, yeah, man. people just think like it's not happening to me. So I ain't got to worry about it. Those are the worst type you know? of people. Yeah. Like don't be around those people. Don't get into a car with that person. Right. Stay away from that person because they're dangerous. Like Very dangerous. They're like, I don't know, some type of mental thing going on with them yeah who who knows what it is oh my goodness man well if i didn't say it already welcome to the black boundaries podcast i'm nick yeah and i'm terrell and today we're talking about coming of age so this is from a male perspective 
And, you know, that's the information that we're going to be talking about. We can't speak from the female perspective. So, you know, we want to make sure that we make that clear. And on top of that, what we're discussing is something that kind of transitions from an early stage of childhood all the way into adulthood. So it's a pretty interesting topic. Right. But I think the best way to describe it is like there's this initial male egoism that starts And it's not because, you know, this is nothing biological, it's nothing scientific. It comes from influences, right? Cultural experiences, people around you, especially in Western culture. So we've all heard the term like toxic masculinity and we've heard like different aspects of it. But there's so many different stages I feel like we kind of neglect or people may just not be as aware of. So... You know, when you're young, I think everything starts off as just curiosity. Right. A young boy is, you know, growing. He's going through puberty, going through changes. Even from the earliest stages, it's like you're learning about females and males and people around you. And who am I attracted to? And what am I interested in? And it can fluctuate, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, kids, you know, their brains are everywhere. But along those stages, I feel like it's a really, how would I describe it? It's like you're so impressionable. You have to be careful with how you approach children's influences. Right. Because one could lead them to being like Ted Bundy, (laughs) you know, (laughs) one extreme. Right. And then the other can make them, you know, something completely different. So I think it's just young kids have fragile minds. And I hate that there's so many influences from television. And, you know, parents are responsible, too, for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But there's so many horrible influences out there, you know. Right. So in terms of like coming into like, I guess, manhood or whatever, like, and I guess relating to girls, when did you first start to like notice girls, women? You know, it's strange. Like, so I grew up with three sisters and being around them all the time, you know, when you're young, you just see girls as like the same as guys. I didn't really see a big difference. And, you know, me and Terrell talked about this before, but my parents didn't make a big emphasis on gender roles. So when I was growing up, my sisters rode bikes. I rode bikes. They like wrestling. I liked wrestling. They played with dolls. I played with dolls, too. But I just wanted to also include my action figures that were like twice as small as Barbies. But (laughs) I still wanted to play. So it's like we were just kids. And I knew that I started to have an interest in girls maybe when I was like like seven or eight i'd be like oh that girl's like pretty like Mm -hmm. i noticed her features and her looks and like there were certain girls that would stand out to me right and i didn't really know exactly why but i had an idea Mm -hmm. and that was mainly based on obviously like television and relationships i'm like oh she's pretty so maybe i like her right (laughs) it's like a and that's why I say I was so impressionable because the first thing that I thought of was like television, my parents, like other relationships that I saw and what I thought attraction was related to. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like my initial, I guess, awareness of girls. But there's some earlier memories, not as clear, but um, yeah, some here and there. How about you? So for me, the first thing that comes to mind is probably sixth grade, I guess. Mm. Like, you know, you like see, you start seeing different girls and stuff like that. Cause I don't know, I feel like I'm feeling great to sixth grade. It's, that's a huge jump. It is a big kinda. jump. You know, yeah. girls, they developing and stuff like that. You're like, oh, that's pretty nice right there. You know, these <laughs> yeah. girls looking pretty good now. And that like, is you know, true. You know, like yeah. in elementary school, I was not worried about girls <laughs> right. at all. You know, we were, I, I was like friends with them, but you know, 
that was just it. It wasn't like no attraction or nothing yeah. like that. Not for me, at least. And then, you know, um, you kind of like just start flirting and stuff like that. Girls mm-hmm. flirting back or whatever. Then, like, in the seventh grade, I got that's when I got my first girlfriend or whatever. Mm. But it's like, like you said, with being impressionable, I don't even think I liked the girl <laughs> that I was dating, <laughs> right? Because it was just like, oh, she said she liked me, so... This is what happens. I might as well like her from like you know watching TV and stuff like that. So it's right. like, oh yeah, we're dating now. Then it's just kind of awkward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that. this is so. This is a relationship now. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, those relationships aren't even real. Like that's that's true. <laughs> but you know, that's like my first memories, like of me realizing that I like girls. Yeah, it's funny because. Um, I remember I was, this is like literally out of a movie. My first kiss was like a a scene. I was running on the park. (laughs) We were all playing tag. And for some reason, I ran in like a circle almost. I just kept on going in this circle. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens that me and this girl bumped into each other and fell. Uh And when I stood up and I helped her up, she kissed me and ran off. Oh, that's incredible. So it was like, yeah, but I wonder in my mind, I'm like, did she do that because of TV? Right. Like, did she think, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do? Right. Because it just, it seemed unreal. And I went and I told my mom, I was like, I thought I was like, for some reason, I felt like I was in trouble. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, oh man, I just had a kiss. I wasn't supposed to. (laughs) And I told my mom and she was just like, oh, that's cute. And I'm like. All right, I don't know. (laughs) And I was like, I mean, that was probably like first grade or something like that. But it was just funny because even at that age, in my mind, as I'm older now, I'm looking back like, did she do that because of a movie or something? You know, because it just seemed. But anyway, yeah, it's really interesting how, you know, you have these initial attractions. And then, like you said, you're going with the flow. It's like whatever this Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. seems okay. Right. But I feel like so many older people are telling you what you should want yeah rather than you just having those experiences yeah you're trying to figure it out for yourself exactly Mm -hmm. you know with like um going back to like middle school and i guess how we first see toxic masculinity uh develop Mm -hmm. it's like there's a competition a competition for you know (laughs) all right well now first it kind of starts off like as people bullying you Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're a virgin. You're a loser. Right. Yes. Yeah, like competitive bullying. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a back uh-huh. and forth thing. Yeah. It's yeah. like I guess these people are like, like, I guess your friends, but at the same time, it's like it's because it's like they're not picking on you for like appearance or anything like that, but they are picking on you because you're not experienced with girls. Definitely. Right. Yeah. But so it, either way is wrong. Right. right. So it kind of starts off like that. Then you get it in your head. You're like, oh man, I gotta have sex with girls yeah right it's like a priority <laughs> yeah so that's like what that's like your number one thing right mm-hmm. then you finally do it you tell everybody or whatever then they're like oh you did it with her she's not even that hot and right like, and then you're like bro i gotta have sex with a finer girl we gotta yeah. do it, try again or whatever it's a checklist it's yeah. like there's literally a checklist she has to be attractive Oh, you've only slept with one girl. It needs to be mm-hmm. more than one girl. Oh, you didn't do this in this sexual encounter. You should have done this. Right. Oh, you wore a condom. You're supposed to go. You know, it's like it's so many things that people tell you. And it's like it gets sickening because it's like 
first of all, the way that we look at women is one thing, mm-hmm. but the majority of it is nonsense because a lot of these guys are saying these things and they don't even necessarily agree with it. Right. They're just repeating what old people told them. Those old people are repeating what people have told them. And you exactly. know, it just continues like this uh, cycle of like, I guess, conquest over women, like mm-hmm. pride and, you know, all the other things that contribute to the toxic masculinity. And the interesting thing is, too, and I, I wore... I kind of want to guide this towards women like it i hope that a lot of women understand that like these things that guys do competitively are mm-hmm. for guys yeah oh, it's right. like for male approval so mm-hmm. some guy trying to prove himself by sleeping with a girl and then going back and telling his friends like there's no reason why he needs to go back and tell them but he feels like he has to right and there's this weird thing within like i guess you could say like just behavior where these guys get together and it becomes a like you were saying this competitive nature and it's not to please girls it's not to it really has nothing to do with girls besides you being able to go back and brag right yeah like you said it's just like a conquest type thing yeah it's really strange (laughs) it kind of reminds me of working out Uh i remember i saw this youtube video and this is just a really interesting point that this guy made you know he's ripped he works out yeah super in shape and he was like, the majority of my compliments come from guys. Right. Most guys are like, oh, you probably have a hot girlfriend. He was like, people will approach him where he's out places and be like, man, how do I get like you? Like, everything comes from guys. Right. But you would think it would be girls mm-hmm. because you assume because he's attractive and he's in shape. But, yeah, a lot of this stuff is really for the male ego. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, with, I guess with working out stuff, it's like girls like it. But it's like they don't like it to an extent where they just like. Obsessing, yeah, obsessing, yeah, like yeah. other guys would do. Because I guess other guys see you like, yo, I want to get like that because I'll probably get more girls. Exactly, right? yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 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 pretty funny, man. It's very interesting, and like you were saying, I think a lot of these people, like looking back. I couldn't imagine being the age that they were telling me stuff when I was young, Mm -hmm. like telling me what I should be interested in and telling me what I should be doing. I probably can't say the majority on this podcast, but (laughs) I mean, there were older guys probably in high school telling me when I was in like middle school, just got into middle school Mm -hmm. that I should have sex without a condom because I can't get a girl pregnant. They're like, oh, you're too young. You're good, man. You got to have the full experience. And it's like, that's so insane to tell a kid to have unprotected sex. Like, obviously, that would become a pattern. Mm -hmm. It would be a terrible thing for me to do. But it was just so interesting to think about what guys used to say. Like, oh, yeah, man, if you just get next to a girl or whatever, just like show her your penis or do this. And it's like, no, you can't just do that. You can't move off of your own instincts. And it's crazy because that's what guys, that's what older guys do now. Right. right, they just send unsolicited penis pics or whatever. It's crazy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's just coming. That's become like a normal thing mm-hmm. where like girls will like just expect that a guy will do that, mm-hmm. and then even if you haven't done it yet, they'll ask. So when are you gonna do like the weird thing where you send me a picture of your penis? <laughs> right, <laughs> and you're it's like, like an expectation. Yeah, you're like, oh, I don't do. I'm not like a weird guy like that. And she's kind of like, <laughs> I don't send out pictures. Right. Yeah. She just like, oh, she's like taking it back, like. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. Some normal man. guys out there. That is so true. It's like it's the same thing with guys. I feel like when you're, you know, dating girls or you're having these experiences, there becomes all these unnecessary expectations. And it's like we said, it all comes from those early influences. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of gets worse over time. It's like a 
honestly, it's like a disease. It's just, it just right. continuously affects you to the point that some people can't have normal relationships or have a relationship. Right. Yeah. And like we said before, it starts from middle school and it affects you up until you're, well, in your adult years as well. Because, you know, you got people who you get into having sex in middle school mm-hmm. and it's just like a thing where you, you just have to do. You become like addicted to sex. Right. Right. And that's just a normal part of your life but it shouldn't be normal yeah it shouldn't be right? exactly mm-hmm. exactly it's, it's it's insane you know it's almost like and this happens a lot with guys as well guys who have been sexually abused right don't see it as abuse they're like oh it's an older woman i felt like i was in control it's not that bad but you're still an undeveloped child and it's hard for you to see yourself that way sometimes but there's a lot of things that we don't necessarily pay attention to like you said it's not normal even though it may happen, mm-hmm. but you have to be able to tell yourself that you have to get to a place where you have to say what I experienced wasn't normal. Right. And it's hard for people to see that because I remember being young and knocking on my friend's door when right. I was a kid. And for some reason, his mom just would always answer the door like in her bra and panties. That's just how she Whoa. answered the door, robe <laughs> fully open. And we were pretty young, so it's like we were just, you know, I guess we didn't think about it. Yeah. But I remember my mom made like a huge deal about it. Mm-hmm. And I was so confused. But as a kid, I just thought, that's not that big of a deal. She's like walking around the house and stuff like that. Who cares? But when you become older, you're like, what made her so comfortable walking around like that? And you've literally got kids just hanging around. Yeah. It's not really the, you know what I mean? The time and place. So it's little things like that. And I feel like once you brush one thing off, you'll brush something else off. Uh And that's how it gets worse. But it starts, like you said, from those early experiences. Yeah. Man, it's pretty insane how she would come to the door. (laughs) She would just answer the door like that. And it was really strange. And then it became a thing. Like, people would be like, oh, you know, his mom answers the door. Like, yeah, (laughs) it just just became a thing. Expect it every time. (laughs) When she don't come up in it, you're like, whoa, what you doing in clothes? (laughs) Right. going somewhere <laughs> right that's that's pretty funny man <laughs> but yeah like i don't know yeah it's crazy like you said before kids are impressionable mm-hmm. people can easily influence us as children and we kind of just run with it exactly you know because it's like yes our parents raise us but at the same time our parents are at work eight right. hours a day you spend We're most like, of your time at school yeah we like hanging out with other people and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i feel like you know we somewhat raising each other as well. That's, that's <laughs> like, very, I love that yeah. you said it that way. That's very <laughs> we true. We like influencing each other and all, sometimes we're not good influences on each other. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny because it's it goes back to like locker room talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like yeah. I remember being in high school and I was the type of kid, my jokes were always to state the obvious mm-hmm. and like the elephant in the room. That was kind of like my humor. Yeah. So it was funny. Well, it was funny in the moment, but looking back, it's so interesting because you have all of these guys who are insecure about their bodies, who are going through changes, developing, mm-hmm. and they're all trying to be macho. Everybody's putting on a ridiculous amount of axe spray. It's like everybody's bragging about stories that aren't even probably real half of the time. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really strange environment. And I remember we were having a conversation and I said I was a virgin. And everybody's like, oh, man, like you're a virgin. What? And I'm like, "Okay, there's no way. 
no way everybody in here has gotten laid. There's right. just no chance. Right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. on top of that, I told them, I was like, I'll feel stupid for lying. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you feel cool if you lie? And I remember people being like, dang, like, that's kind of true. Like, it's cool that you can just be yourself. Right. And not feel the need to sell a story. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, it was strange that people wouldn't do that. Right. But looking back, I see why. Because it's like, you're you become the subject of like... Like you were saying, it becomes, this is what you're supposed to do. Oh, you haven't done this. And everybody's throwing out opinions. Right. And a lot of people will act that out or try to follow it. You know? Yeah. Now, yeah, it's like you handle that in like a great way as a kid. Because, you know, other kids, they'll probably just like get real small and clam up. And that's when you start getting picked on and stuff. Right. Like that. But like right. you like you was like, who cares? I'm a friend. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. So everybody like, oh, he don't care. So. <laughs> Man, you gonna pick on no matter nothing like that. But yeah. you know, it's so funny. I tell people this all the time, like, and you can use it if you want. But I always make this joke, and I remember making the joke of, "We're all saying this right now in this moment. Mm-hmm. Everybody's laughing, but I guarantee, when you're 89 years old on your deathbed, you're not gonna be thinking to yourself, oh man, Nick's a virgin.' Like, it's not gonna be on your mind." <laughs> <laughs> So it's just so funny. Like, we're going to get older. People probably don't even remember that situation. Right, yeah. And you have to think about that. And it's hard in the moment because it's happening. Mm-hmm. But there's so many things I can think of from middle school to high school to college. Mm-hmm. of Stuff that happened that was either embarrassing or uncomfortable. And we're past it. Like, right. It's in the past. Yeah, a lot of things. <laughs> like you said, it don't matter. Right, yeah. It's just something in the moment that people talk laugh about maybe they don't even care in the moment exactly you know you kind of just get over it right (laughs) but yeah um you know all this i'm thinking now that how all of this like this development as i guess middle school and like other males saying like you have to get girls this this kind of like contributes to like the development of incels a hundred percent right yep (laughs) because they're like okay i gotta get a girl but then they can't get no girl right (laughs) and then they kind of like just see all these i guess good looking or i don't know even average guys getting girls they think they're like just an ugly guy or something like that and Mm -hmm. they kind of just develop a hate for women because they can't get them and it's weird because it goes back to the same thing it's like women are not the problem right they're not the issue it's this guy and his insecurities exactly and that's what it is it's like your insecurities affect you to an extreme degree to the point that you can't even stand a whole nother race of people Mm -hmm. all because of your identity it's like and I always tell people it would be weird if people were constantly approaching you right like that i mean it probably happens to like you know some guys but the majority of people the average person it doesn't happen to they don't it's like i remember you said it yesterday it's like the majority of experiences they just happen by chance Right, like it's not like you're looking exactly. for it and you find it, mm-hmm. and you can. I mean, you can think about a ton of stories. Even musicians talking about getting their first break It's like most people aren't in the moment thinking about it, and then it happens. Exactly, you know, it just happens, right? Right. Because I remember, you know, like I guess girls would like just randomly talk to me in like high school, middle school, and stuff like that. Right. But you know, once I got to high school, it's like. No girl saying. I mean, I guess some some girls would like say "Hey, Randley" or something right. like that. It wasn't like crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. Then like you know, as an adult, ain't nobody talking to nobody. Everybody right. just going their own way or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you probably might see somebody that you want to talk to, but you most likely not going to talk to them. I guess maybe if you're like in an environment like a bar or a club or something like that, maybe you'll do it then. But other than that, in like everyday life, 
most likely not going to happen. That's very true. <laughs> and a lot of people think like there's these guys who don't have any sense of self, no confidence. And like we were saying, they have all these insecurities that are visible sometimes. Mm-hmm. And instead of developing themselves and, you know, trying to find a sense of character and values, they start to hate women, like you were saying. Right. And then they kind of miss the whole entire point, which is having those values and building yourself up will right. make you more confident and probably attract more people to you naturally. Exactly. Because we're attracted to people with character, whether it's Will Smith, mm-hmm. <laughs> whether it's Denzel Washington, like all these celebrities. But even from the person in class who's like the confident person, you're like, oh, this person's really secure. They get up, they do their presentation. They seem to know all the information. You're like, wow, that confidence, you're drawn to it. Right. But when you have insecurities and you're dealing with these hardships and you're trying to hold on to them, mm-hmm. it just you just implode, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, some of these guys, they ain't got no hobbies. Nothing. No not personality. Yeah, they just trying to get girls like, bro. That's not the way to live life. You got to live life for yourself and not for trying right. to get somebody attractive to you, you mm-hmm. know? Because, like, once you start doing these things, they're going to come. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're going to come to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you need to be at a place where you're ready for that. Exactly. You need to be secure with yourself. And I like that you said that because there are so many unhealthy relationships. There's mm-hmm. guys who get girls, but there's abusive husbands. Right. There's people who are cheaters. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so people think there's this like fairy tale ending or you're just going to sleep with women and then just be happy. Yeah. But it's like, no people get laid all the way through, you know, till their nineties and die alone. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just like happens. we were saying yesterday, um, you know, like some of these guys, they just have sex with girls. They don't even know them. Right. Like, you know, they meet late at night, smoke and drink. You know what? Can I interject? Real what's quick? up? I find it so weird. Like, hookup culture is so strange to me. Yeah. I was always more, you know, conservative dating, mm-hmm. but forget all that. The interesting thing is letting a stranger into my house. Right. For us to do literally the most intimate thing you could do with a human. Right. It kind of blows my mind sometimes. Yeah. It's crazy, like, how we've made sex into just this recreational thing thing well i mean it's like when you don't even know the person it's like it's a stranger yeah it's okay if it's recreational but when y'all don't even know each other it's like wow it's it's so interesting because i heard this guy talk about his first time hooking up with a girl Mm -hmm. and he's mixed race so he's like half jewish half black it was very interesting but basically he found out that he hooked up with a neo-nazi Oh my god. He had goodness. no idea. He That's said this crazy. girl was saying all this racist, crazy stuff. He just but like, yeah, he like lost his virginity to a to a neo Nazi. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It makes me think of that movie uh Believer. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Sorry, I made you lose your point, but Man, what was I saying? Um nah, yeah, like you're saying, like uh these guys, they like hook up with these girls or whatever, mm-hmm. and they don't even know them. Like, yeah, like I said, they like to smoke, drink, have sex in the morning. They kick the girl out, mm-hmm. right? And they don't even, I don't know. There's like no attachment or nothing like that, mm-hmm. or no commonality or anything. Yeah. But then um, it's like you might end up getting with somebody like in a long term relationship like that, right? And y'all don't really do nothing. It's just but sit around, sit around, and smoke. I guess have sex and stuff like that. It's kind of crazy to me how 
it seems like y'all would want to have some kind of bond, right? Yeah. It and seems I, like you must, like, I don't know, as a human, I like bonds. I like forming exactly. bonds people, whether it's like friendships or like intimate relationships, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. I like stuff like that. Yeah, it's so true. It's like, I mean, I remember telling guys sometimes, even in college, like, you don't want a girlfriend, you want a blow up doll. Like, you want someone to sleep with, have sex with, and I'm done. Which is so weird to be detached from sex in terms of like the intimacy of a relationship to a degree because that detachment is so unhealthy for so many people. Now, I know there's some people who can be responsible. Some people can be friends with benefits and hook up and it works. But for a lot of people, it develops into this lack of concern, this lack of interest and I feel like there's a lot of sexual assault cases because of that. Right. You have a lot of people who say, oh, no, I'm just hooking up. I'm doing whatever. But you don't know what she's comfortable with. You mm-hmm. don't really know this person. You may try something. She may not feel like saying it in the moment because she's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how he'll react. I don't know what to say. Maybe she freezes up. It's like, you know, you hear about people who try choking or something, you know, or something <laughs> right. that's way more. And guys have told me that, like that they've been in situations with girls and they'll try something on them and then. You know, they're just sitting there like, why did she do that to me? Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah. like she just grabbed my neck out of nowhere. But it's like a lot of people don't know. So mm-hmm. it's good to have those conversations before you're in that situation, you know. Right. Yeah. That's why I like sex education is great. Yes. For kids. Yes. Like they need to start that as as soon as kids can have sex, y'all need to have it. <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, um, what's teaching these kids these days is like porn. It's so yeah, and it's unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, and you'll hear it in songs. You know, they'll say, "Make sure that you're doing this, and this is the thing to do." And it's like, you got people out here just trying anything on random people, and it's mm-hmm. like you need to make sure and know for sure, right? You know, yeah. There's like no conversation that people just do things. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's, oh, man. I can't imagine. <laughs> I know. Having sex with a girl, she just starts choking you. Just starts choking you. I'm out like, of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta brace myself first. <laughs> You're like reaching for your phone, trying to call me. I'm like, help. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh about it, but you know, it's just it's a really interesting thing to think about. And most of the situations where guys have told me that sort of information, it was nothing really heinous. It's just it's almost like people who initiate the kiss mm-hmm. and there's no sign of that person being interested. Right. And it reminds me of uh, the guy on YouTube. <laughs> it's a whole nother story. Oh, but yeah. there's these guys who have this idea in their head that women want them mm-hmm. or she should be interested in me. Why is she rejecting me? And now it becomes like this confrontational thing right? of like attacking women because they don't have an interest in you, which could be for plenty of reasons. You could mm-hmm. think it's about your looks. It could be your approach. It could be your like breath. You're, you're making her uncomfortable. Maybe exactly. she's just not interested in talking in that moment. Like we're humans. We're living lives. So mm-hmm. it's like you could be stressed about your day and some guy's coming up like, hey, just wanted to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. It's like I'm stressed about work. I don't really want to talk. You know? Exactly. Yeah, Then. The guy's offended, ego is hurt. Right. And, you know, he might attack her or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's why, like, a lot of women, they, like, even if they don't want to, they, like, give out their numbers or something like yeah. that. Or maybe they'll even give out, like, a fake number or something like that. And it's sad. Like, you shouldn't have to do that. Right, yeah. They feel like they have to do it to, like, stay safe. Exactly. Yeah. That's Which crazy. is, man, it's just crazy. But those guys just need to understand there's plenty of fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's other people that'll be interested in you. And it's not this end-all, be-all thing. You right. Know? 
But, I mean, it's very interesting that some guys have that approach and they never change it. It's well, yeah. just consistently the same thing. Exactly. And it's like, why don't you like me? Mm-hmm. It's, you know. That's, like, oh, sorry. I, know, I was about to say, nah, that's why like, I like, um, well, I don't like it, but I, I kind of like dating apps. Because it's like, mm. both of us mutually like each other. We don't got to worry oh, about how that's that like in way. public or whatever like that. We both know we are like somewhat interested in each other <laughs> that's a good point yeah that's actually a really good point yeah you don't gotta worry about hey shoddy what you <laughs> yeah. excuse me miss um i just wanted to saw you look over there looking pretty fine or whatever. <laughs> you know my favorite this is it's probably not funny because people have experienced it but i just find the how do i say it i find the audacity hilarious when guys are like hey can i talk to you you're really pretty and then she says no he's like well, f you, then you ugly. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, what's, yeah, you gotta. That is so you got funny because it's like you're exclaiming your insecurities. Like mm-hmm. you think you're cursing her out, but we just hear that your ego got hurt. Right. Like, that's the funny part to me. Is like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. But you know, we witnessed that. I mean, plenty of times, people. That's like their thing. You know. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> But yeah, I, my thing is I'm trying to figure out like how can we stop men from doing this stuff? Like, man, because it's, it's like when people get stuck in their ways. Yeah, what do they do? And then you just have women like just stuck in this position, and I don't know. I yeah. guess you kind of got to like speak up when you see some shit That's like that true. happen. Yeah, but at the same I mean, time, it's like, is they really gonna do something? True. I think honestly, like. It's like a parental thing to a certain degree, but I think Mm -hmm. men have to be responsible and hold other men accountable. And I think it takes guys like us who can say, this isn't normal. This is weird. I don't want to talk about this, you know, and for us to be able to take back our personality and take back our character, like stop letting other people control you. Right. And I think a lot of young men need that guidance from other role models because it's not always going to be your dad. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you were saying, you're going to be at school, you're going to be other places, but I really think there needs to be like healthy dialogue amongst guys. Definitely. Where they can see, number one, it's not that important. Like you getting laid and all this stuff is not going to help you in any way. It does nothing for you. Nothing. And on top of that, too, there's going to be a lot of things that people experience, whether it's good or bad. It's like you still have to see other people whether it's you know depending on your sexuality men and women as valuable human beings Mm -hmm. and like you were saying having relationships and getting to know people like we really have to get back to the basis of treating humans as humans right and i think once you start getting into that place of like having that interest in women and being young and being vulnerable yeah there needs to be a very early honestly maybe an educational course on that just I don't know if it will be like a part of health or something, but there needs to be a course for guys and girls. Yeah, just having you know, just centered on yeah development and growth. You know, definitely. Yeah, I like that. That's that would be really good for people to have. And it's, <laughs> you know, the hardest part about it is that people can't have honest discussions. Like people uh, have a hard time saying it as it is. People want to um, say what you what they think you want to hear. Exactly. Most of the time, they don't want to like create any type of conflict or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 weird because I feel like you are one of the many uh, small amount of people that I experience this with. Because me and you always well not always but we sometimes have conflicting 
opinions or yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's true. And like, you know, we like explain ourselves. We bring out our phones. We bring out Google. <laughs> the information comes out. <laughs> and we like, oh, okay, you were right. Oh, okay, you were right. You're like, you know, we can admit that we were wrong or whatever. True. But a lot of people can't do this. They'll either say the other person's opinion and be like, oh, yeah, that's what you want to hear. So I'm going to say it. Or either exactly. they'll just like stick to like whatever they believe in and don't even try to back it up with like i don't know some type of articles or something like that right yeah that's so true man it's crazy i hear people pushing oh it's just a natural instinct for you to want to sleep with a lot of women i hate that and it's funny because i always argue even if it is the significance of a relationship or just having an interest in a person Mm -hmm. surpasses that right like if i have a best friend or a close friend it's like yeah you may have the natural instinct to have a ton of friends Mm -hmm. but you're only going to have one really close friend or a few you know it's like there's still going to be a limitation to every desire or interest you know yeah yeah man it's it's always the same insane when guys be like or i I see i see some women say this too oh yes guys it's like their thing like they just have to procreate or whatever like they <laughs> right. gotta have like their job is like to have as many offspring as possible or like whatever. yeah and i'm like that's the most dumbest thing I ever heard of yeah, in my life even if i stupid. could have sex with a different woman every day i wouldn't do it right exactly <laughs> <laughs> like you know we're not animals bro we can like exactly. control ourselves that's so true. You know, it's interesting, too, because you hear people who are even in the porn industry uh-huh. saying, I don't enjoy anything that I do on camera. I just do it. It's I mean, they call them actors and actresses for a reason. Right. They're acting. And when they go home, they could have a relationship with someone else and they may have sex. And that's intimate. Yeah. But what, like you said, guys are being taught by porn. And all of this stuff is like so unrealistic because it's filmed. It's exactly. this video. Like, it's all staged. I mean, everything that you see and that you experience from TV to pornography to the internet, all of this stuff is fabricated to gain your interest because it's entertainment. Right. You know, so I really do think that's another thing, too, having conversations about pornography and, you know, all these different things that may seem attractive on the surface. Mm -hmm. But really, I mean, they're just trying to make money. Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. about money. Like those porn stars need money to produce a director, the crew, right? <laughs> and they try to like make, I guess, the best looking thing, even if it's not comfortable for either actor or actress. You know, they make yeah, it like the, yeah. the, the yeah, best looking care. thing. Yeah, but it's all about visuals, right? Exactly. <laughs> and it's interesting because you you're this young kid and you're exposed to this, and then you think, oh, that's what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Now you're going around doing things that aren't even normal. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like. A, Someone told me, (laughs) you know, there's this famous thing that people do in movies where, like, you try to, like, lift women. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And that could be, like, a scene where they're kissing or making out or having sex, whatever it is. And that is so unrealistic. Like, me and my friend were talking about that. And we were like, why would you do that in that moment? Even if you're out in the rain or you're somewhere, I'm not lifting you up. I'm sorry. Uh Like, this is just not a realistic thing to do. But I love seeing that in movies. That's always so funny. Like, who's picking you up? Yeah, it's pretty weird. (laughs) I don't think I could do that. I don't think I'd be doing that on a regular basis, especially not out in the rain kissing. Definitely not. Maybe like <laughs> only time I can see myself doing something like that is like we like just playing around or something. Like that. <laughs> right. And not like uh, we kissing and I pick you up and I spin I, you, spin you around, <laughs> yeah. and we're just like looking at each other, smiling. That's so weird, right? <laughs> you know, it's funny because this kind of plays into that. It's just like when my dad was young. My dad was born in 1956, so you get the idea mm-hmm. of how old he is. But he said when he was young, 
when he first got into a car, he started doing the old school way of steering. You know, where you do the left, right, ridiculous oh, yeah, driving yeah. like they did in the old comedy movies because yeah. he saw it on TV. So he thought that was normal. Mm-hmm. But that just goes to show you how impressionable you are as a kid thinking that certain things right. are normal. <laughs> and he's going left and right all over the road. And his mom is like, what are you doing? He's like, that's how they drive. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. <laughs> True. But I think the best thing that we can do is have healthy conversations and maybe have some sort of courses for young kids about these topics. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we could do a podcast for them and we'll talk to the classes. Yeah, that'd be cool to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and us as men, like, we need to start being better positive influences on oh my gosh, the younger yes. children, like the younger generation. Like, you know, so it can affect adults. Um, teenagers in high school to middle school so because like you know all of them influence each other so across the board yeah yeah, they all got to have positive influences in their lives so they don't end up just being a shitty person right Right. (laughs) yeah and for young people i mean ask questions but when you ask questions ask someone who's responsible right you know ask someone who's like a model citizen yeah exactly you're gonna get a lot of opinions you're gonna get a lot of hearsay but yeah, I mean, and thank God for the internet for research, you uh-huh. know. So, I mean, just like we have an interest in all these different things academically, I feel like we should have them for life situations like this. You yeah, know? for sure, for sure. Well, thank you guys for listening to Black Boundaries Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Terrell. And we'll catch you guys later. Peace. Peace.